It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Friday morning as the sun is breaking out. And uh, we have room for you at 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemail messages on the WBSM app. We also have uh, the final pair of three-day passes to Boston Calling to give away this hour as well. So you still have some time to get over to the WBSM.com site or the WBSM app and enter in there. And it's easy. You're just going to put in the, the contact info that we need, you know, your phone number, your email, your name. Yeah, that's all just so that we can reach out to you if you're the winner and Casey can send you the paperwork and then she can tell you when to come in and pick up the prize because in this case, it is physical wristbands that you'll be picking up. Uh, a lot of our tickets are now virtual, which makes it a lot easier for you because you don't have to worry about coming here when we're open and coming here you know, during your work day, perhaps, to pick up tickets and all that stuff. Now, most tickets we were able to just send you virtually. So I would just ask that if you are going to enter to win tickets as we go forward with all the other giveaways we'll have this summer, just do yourself a favor and download the Live Nation app or go to the Live Nation website and 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 or Ticketmaster, the, the, the same account for either, but just go ahead and make yourself an account. Because once you, you don't have to buy anything, you can just create an account. And then once you have that account, that's how we'll be able to send you digital tickets when you win. It's so much easier. You sign virtually. We send them to you virtually. You have them in your app so that when you go to, and you've probably seen people do it at shows and events if you haven't already done it yourself, where they just pull it up on their phone and they walk by and they beep. And even if you don't have a smartphone, it doesn't matter because you can still print them out from your home computer. Or you can go to the library and use their computer or whatever it might be. Or have, have a family member, you know, sign into your account and print it out for you. But it's a lot easier than having to come down here and pick up physical tickets and all that kind of stuff. So just keep that in mind as we go forward with some of the other giveaways. But this, these are actual wristbands, bracelets. They are um, they're pretty cool. They have the Boston Calling logo on them. And they say, you know, Boston Calling three-day pass. So you can, uh, you can actually you know, have a little souvenir there from, from the event after you go. So go ahead and enter to win, and uh, we'll call out the winner's name before the end of this hour. So in the last hour, at the, at the beginning of the last hour, we were talking about breastfeeding in public, and John had called in. Uh, he offered a little bit more of a, a clarification of his position on that because there was some reaction to the way that he felt. He said, uh, let me clarify a little better for these simple-minded people. John's words, not mine. It's not so much about self-respect. It's more about having respect for other people in a public restaurant. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Someone pulling out their breast to feed their baby in a crowded restaurant with no privacy blanket or anything is crazy. Take it for what it is, but my kids don't need to see that. Um, 
And, and then he replied, and yes, it was the whole breast was out, nipples and all, and which play, and, and I replied to them, it would have been hard to breastfeed without the nipple, I think. So, and, and he sent back a, a laughing emoji. So that's, you know, he's trying to clarify a little bit, but that's his position. He doesn't want his kids to see it. And, you know, the, the person who was arguing with him, Carol Ann and AppChat was saying, like, you need to teach your kids that this is an acceptable part of life, that this is something that happens. Uh, so let's see what else we got for uh, some app chat messages. Uh, let me some of these I have to click on because there are multiple messages in the thread. Uh, let's see. Hold on, I'm just going to put these calls on hold real quick. So um, Dan in New Bedford says, "Let me scroll down to the bottom here." Trust me, Tim, I don't have a problem with seeing breasts, LOL. But in a restaurant, I don't think that's acceptable at all. I've seen it in person being done, and I think that there is a time and place for it, and that's not in a restaurant or even in public. So, I mean, I don't agree with that. I think in public, like on a park bench or something, I think it's fair game. As I said, my concern was just that if you have an, an issue with people not being able to wear a shirt in a restaurant, does this not qualify as the same hygienic reason for that? Because the no shoes, no shirt, no service, it's not because they don't want to, you know, have people come in without shirts on. It's because it's unhygienic. And if you've ever, like, uh, man, we used to have a guy that would come into the diner, and I think a lot of people in town knew him. His name was Lincoln. He passed away years ago. Um, but he would walk around, and he would have this... First of all, he looked like he was wearing a sweater if he had his shirt off. He was, you know, he had very hairy arms and back and chest. And he would wear this vest, like a like a zip-up vest jacket, you know, like Marty McFly had in Back to the Future, with no shirt on underneath. And he would come in in the summertime with that on, and he walked everywhere, and he was not very hygienic. And so he would come in, you know, armpits exposed, and that was, you know, counting as a shirt, and he would just be, like, reeking out the place with body odor. But technically, it counted as a shirt. Um, let's see here. Uh, hold on. The app chat's just disappeared. Callers, I will get right to you. I just I want to get these in because they came in during the last hour. Uh, let's see. So we also have... Uh, answered seven in a question and said, Jerry, 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 <laughs> because of the, the argument that I was having with Mary on the phone. Um, M in New Bedford, let me click on this because he probably sent more than one message knowing that, uh, let's see, you wish you were Sebastian Gorka. You have a loser time slot. You're sickening. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd much rather be on in the middle of the night like Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, you're right. Uh, get off the air, you unstable baby. Well, get off the app, you unstable baby. I could say the same thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Michelle in a cushion. Wow, so professional of you to be screaming at this woman calling her a whack job. Shake my head. You know, SMH. Well, uh, sometimes you have to scream at somebody when they're not listening to what you're saying. Uh, and also, that's the show. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. I'm not, uh, I'm not required. You, uh, you're not required to tune in at all. Uh, let's see. M in Dartmouth, who I'm not sure is the same person. I don't want to... Uh, Yes, I don't think it's the same M. 
Uh, M says, about breastfeeding in public, I'm going to assume this woman was probably multitasking and probably had other children at the table. It's possible she wanted to feed the baby while the other children or family was eating also. This was in the waiting area, just to clarify. Perhaps the baby needed to be fed and was upset or cranky and past feeding time, so the mother needed to address the baby's feeding concerns. I breastfed both of my children, and one of them did not want to eat while being covered up. It was too distracting for her. I purchased a nursing cover and only used it with one child. I agree with you that we in the U.S. oversight sexualized breasts and that's really the big problem here uh maybe we just forget the breasts serve a functional purpose other countries have found this concept acceptable perhaps we need to expand our thoughts on on this issue and that's that's the base of this all altogether is is that the fact that we have over sexualized the breasts and we can't cut ourselves from that uh looks like miserable chimed in from his other account where he says you endorse he she's this is what happens weirdo well, that's language that we're not going to be using on this program. Feed the kid in the car before you go in. So I just, you know, I'm sure moms really want to have Emma New Bedford giving them, you know, mother, motherly feeding advice. Um, and let's see. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry. Uh, Catherine had sent in that reminder to ask about the neighborhood meetings, and I forgot to bring that up. Um, so I'll try to mention that to Council President Morad. Uh, next week, or maybe I'll text her the question and see if I can, you know, get a response, a statement that we can read on the air regarding um, councilors using the neighborhood meetings to to uh, accuse the current mayor of making backdoor deals. I'm sorry, Catherine, that came out of my brain and and didn't go back in. All right, so let's um, let's jump over to the phone calls. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You are next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, morning. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I have a slight uh, disagreement with you. Sure. In terms of the uh, public feeding and restaurant feeding. So I'll just give you the restaurant feeding because that seems to be the most uh, uh, most area of complaint, I'll put it that way. It's uh, various concerns in terms of uh, a baby, dealing with a baby. And if it's not in public, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, the baby has to be fed. If it's in a restaurant where people are eating, uh, there's no reason why the baby can't eat. <laughs> and that's going to be through breastfeeding. So as far as if I had children that were there witnessing it, I would kind of like uh, ask the waiters to come over and order glasses of milk. And you'll say, well, <laughs> well, well, let's do it. You're just trying, yeah, to, just trying to join in. So, but you, you feel, you said you feel you have a different feeling about in public too, not in a restaurant. Well, right? no, I, I'm just saying in public, it's a, it's, it's a feeding time. Baby, period, and uh, it can happen in a restaurant. It can happen in any. Oh, okay. I, 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 I thought you had said you felt differently about restaurants and. It's not really one of the problems. Now, in terms of your uh, other example, you're, you're just a, you're just a little bit too example, muffled. That's a bit different. That's a matter of ID and uh, and a matter of uh, personal ID standards. Wait, wait. So to Lincoln, he probably felt he smoked just fine. Uh, the restaurant. <laughs> Oh, I think I, we all told we all told him that he. It's the, uh, it can be pretty obnoxious, and even though it qualifies under maybe a state regulation or a city regulation or whatever for health uh, health services, wearing something over the chest, uh, still having confidence, because it all comes down to personal hygiene and right. uh, whether it's acceptable or not. And doing that on a personal basis, it's highly discriminatory. So that one is more uh, more an issue of how individuals present themselves. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Uh, we were just we were losing a little bit there. You're getting kind of muffled there. Let's go uh, to our next caller. We got one open line at 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. 
Hey, Tim, how you doing? What's going on? What's on What's on your mind? Uh, it's Lincoln. I remember that guy. Yeah, no, I, I he listen. He all the time with Biff. So you used to work for Biff, huh? I did. I worked for Biff for, well, I worked for Biff for 16 years. He passed away yeah. uh, before I before I stopped working there. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, all right, um. I you know I, I was I was listening earlier when the lady called up and she was really cussing you out about uh, the whole um, breastfeeding thing, and I don't get why anybody would think that's okay. You know, for somebody to I know that a child you know if they're breastfeeding I don't maybe you should pump or feed them before you go inside, but to whip out your breast just because you know everybody's not okay with that and they should know and you know people should know that. I mean I think. You know, we're not in France or, but, you know. But why aren't you okay with it? I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's very uncomfortable to me to watch that, you know. Um, I think it's unsanitary uh, if it's in the wrong place. I, I don't know. I get a lot of reasons why I feel that way. But, but it might just be my hang-up, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of moms would say is that it is your hang up, but it's not, you know, not your fault that it's your hang up. It's because it's the way that we teach people what breasts mean. And and, and why do we sexualize a female breast, but we don't sexualize a male breast? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good, good point. Good talk too. I mean, but, um, I, I've seen it done before. Um, I think most women are very conscientious about that and they'll take like a, a bib towel and cover cover up where you really can't really see unless you're trying to see. Um, but there's been others where, you know, just like, hey, I'm feeding my kid to hell with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we have to get to the point where we, we can unsexualize the breast before we can have, you know, people not feel uncomfortable with it. But maybe maybe it is just something that we have to deal with if we are uncomfortable with it. Right. All right. Well, thank yeah, you for the call. Okay. Have a good day. Uh, let's see if we can squeeze in a few more here before we got to take a break. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. Good morning. It's on your mind. Hey, I'm all about breastfeeding in public all day long, twice on Sunday. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I believe it was John that was saying about, um, you know, he's eating while he has to watch uh, the kid uh, being breastfed. And, uh, my thing to him would be, yeah, what about the kid who's hungry watching you eat? <laughs> like, how do you think he feels? Right. Um, and, and I would much rather have uh, a parent breastfeeding her child in a restaurant than uh, a whiny, crying baby that's going crazy because it's hungry. So. Yeah, and, just, and, I, uh, and I, think, I think part of it is, you know, you got to also take into account that baby, that's the only thing that they can eat. So it's not like the, you know, the mother could... could make a different arrangement for them. That's the meal. That's what they have. And when, when they're hungry and they want to eat, that's what they're going to eat. I mean, as, as much as I'm sure when I was a baby and I had no teeth, I would have loved a nice Texas roadhouse steak. It wasn't, uh, wasn't possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like, you know, in terms of the sexuality thing, I mean, there's, uh, there's plenty of males that are at the beach that have uh, much larger breasts than any, many females that I know. So <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. But on another topic, I wanted to, uh, the other day I was trying to get in with the mayor, and it was funny how, um, basically, I wanted to follow up on a question that I had spoken to him about a few months prior, which was the raising, the increase, uh, increased prices down at um, the disposal, the waste station. And uh, I wanted to get his take 
uh, of if he noticed an up uh, an uptick in um, people disposing of trash everywhere. Because I don't know if you noticed or if anyone in the public noticed, but I've noticed a significant increase. I'm talking about like mattresses everywhere, disposed of televisions, just all over the city. And it's funny because the following day at the state of uh, whatever state of the city address, uh, he had mentioned, um, you know, the 311. And uh, I, it was just a shame that I, ha- didn't, I, wasn't, I didn't have the opportunity to speak the day prior because it kind of, you know, hopefully he would have addressed that issue prior to that. Uh, but I mean, he, I don't he, know if- he wasn't on with me the day before. What, it wasn't the day before? No, I haven't had him on since the Wednesday before this past one. Not on, not on this talking. program. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe South Coast tonight. Yeah, maybe. Confused? Maybe. Although, maybe. no, Jess was in Tuesday on South Coast tonight. Maybe you're thinking, maybe the weeks are flying by and you're thinking about the week before. Hey, it could be, man. I've, the past two weeks have been insane. But, uh, yeah, he was taught, but I, I was one of, like I said, he was coming on and I wanted to uh, see if he noticed an uptick because... Well, Things are getting bad. I mean, I'll tell you, all over the city. I'll tell you this. He's, he's probably coming in this Wednesday. As far as I know, he's scheduled to come in, you know, next next Wednesday. And I definitely want to talk about that issue with him. I want to talk about this new this new plan that he has. And I want to talk about the 311 system. So that'll definitely be something that'll be on the table, if not this week, but whenever the next time is that he's on. Yeah, definitely. And we'll uh, see if I could um, pick up and, like, make the phone call. Because, again, I, I brought up that issue as a concern once they started raising prices at the dump and uh man you drive around the city and it's bad like mattresses just i mean there's a mattress um right uh on the corner where uh south end where uh, the hurricane barriers where the old south shisharia is and uh dunkin donuts and the car wash and all that and there's mm-hmm. been mattresses that have been sitting there for the past probably month or so but again time's flying by so it could have been longer than that <laughs> right. but uh we're losing all concept just, of time that's our problem oh man it's it's insane. It's insane. But anyway, yeah, I'll uh, try to catch that because I definitely want to hear, uh, you know, if there's been more complaints about trash being left places and things like that. Sure. Absolutely. You know, All right. Definitely an important topic. Hey, have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. You as well. Take care. And uh, let's uh, let's squeeze in a few more here. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, good morning, Tim. How are you? I know you have a heated discussion about breastfeeding uh, the previous hour, but I want to change gears, if I could, uh, to the the mayor's uh, state of the city address. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say it was well written and in multiple layers, like, you know, like a uh, layer cake. And even the mayor uh, on your broadcast of the of the speech said there was a typo. It was uh, So there's an error. But another thing I have objection to, is when he said the crime rate has gone down uh, compared to other cities. Well, no, no. As, as as Carlos pointed out when he called yesterday, he didn't address the the crime rate in in the speech this year. Well, I thought he did. I thought he was he, very he, brief. About, he talked about crime because I listened. He, he to did the, talk about crime, but he he mentioned that um, you know with the loss of police that the amount of shootings haven't gone up as they have in other places. But I, I looked over the speech, uh, at least in the written version. I didn't go back and listen to the audio. But in the written version, he did not he did not mention the crime rate. As compared to what? Uh, uh, Lynn, the city of Sin? Uh, he uh, didn't, the shootings? He just I said mean, there's other other cities that have lost police. So he didn't he didn't give any specific names no, of I'm cities. Saying, but my point is, Tim, uh, the shootings, 
going through buildings, going through cars, people getting shot, uh, the drug problem. I mean, if we're going to be a, if we're going to emphasize tourism in the city, where many like to, and uh, you know, many of the politicians, you're going to clean up. You have to clean up the city. You got to clean up the gangs, the the crime, the the, the gun shooting in broad daylight, and and uh, uh, thickly settled uh, neighborhoods. And uh, like the previous call, I've noticed too, uh, junk on the side of the road. I know the mayor has a three one one, but uh, we need to get we need to get on top of that too. You yeah, know? and I and I think he's trying to position it as, you know, if we have these services that people can utilize to start, you know, making a difference, that maybe that will inspire people overall to maybe stop dumping. You know, to well, to, to to not when you don't see other people doing it, you're less likely to do it yourself. Well, I know what I notice. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, cops, I've seen people throwing uh, halfway, uh, they eat half a sandwich and throw it out the window, throwing cups, wrappers. You know, it's the type of people, I'm not saying everybody, but there's a type of people that are coming here to the city that don't give a crap about nobody and they don't care about other people's property. And you keep cleaning in front of your house and they keep throwing junk all over the place. Oh, I think a lot of it is people that are already living in the city too, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, Tim. You have a good weekend. You as well. And uh, I'm going to squeeze in one more call here before the break, and that'll clear the decks, and we'll have plenty of open space for you at 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Calling you from the Freetown Forest. Oh, how is it out there today? <clears throat> well, it was raining a little bit. Now it's uh, cleared up, but uh, trails are pretty good. A little wet, but it's it's pretty good. Um, you know, I, I was listening to the, the whole breastfeeding uh, debate, and I, I tend to be on the conservative side, but i got to tell you, uh, th this should not be an, a big issue these days. Uh, um, you know, people don't whip it out, as a caller, I think three callers ago said. I mean, <laughs> women are pretty discreet. They have all sorts of different uh, things that they can do, whether, you know, there's the covers or, you know, the special sh shirts. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a woman, but... I've never been like shocked with uh, uh, someone breastfeeding their child, whether it's in a restaurant or in a park or wherever they have to to do that because it's their kid, number one, and uh, it's it's part of life. Who gives a crap, <laughs> you know? So I just don't understand the the whole shock and awe. And if you're more shock and awe, look at what the kids can get on their cell phones uh, at you know when they first get their cell phone at seven or eight years old, and uh, that's way worse than uh, someone breastfeeding in public. Yeah, and I don't know, like, the history of, of when this became a taboo thing. I don't know if, you know, back before the, you know, the Victorian era has a lot to do with some of the covering up of things. But pre-Victorian era, like, was this something that was happening commonly in public? Would, would people just breastfeed in public? And is this something that didn't, didn't really have a shame factor to it until, you know, the last 100, 150 years or so? I, I'm not sure. Well, I don't, you know, I think that People back, like you said, Victorian era was a time when everything was retracted and people's uh, uh, rights were sort of uh, compressed. And I think that, you know, it all depends. If you were rich, you had a place to go. If you were poor, you were going to breastfeed where you had to breastfeed. So that probably still happened back then. Uh, True, so, um, you know, but I, you know, come on, guys. I mean, or everybody, I don't think women are like trying to sexualize uh, or trying to corrupt anyone by breastfeeding their child where they need to. And, um, you know, frankly, I think that. <laughs> It's probably healthier for the child and the, the chemicals that are poured out of Nestle these days are uh, so whatever. But uh, not a big deal, really. All right. Well, thank you for the call and enjoy the forest. Oh, yeah. Just wa watch out for those puckwudgies.
<laughs> they're not there. I've been, right. I've, been, I've, been, I've been deeper than you can imagine in this forest, and uh, they aren't here. Well, <laughs> See well, you later. You have, you, still, if you happen to catch one, call back. Oh, you got it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> have a good thanks. one. All right. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And uh, we will take a break. We'll come back, and we can talk more with you on the other side. We'll also announce our winner of today's final pair of three-day passes to Boston Colin. and inside out and you say how appropriate I don't want to dissect everything today and welcome back and that's Alanis Morissette she'll be one of the headline acts Saturday of Memorial Day weekend or in Boston calling and uh, I also want to congratulate today's winner of our final pair of passes to Boston calling Hannah Russell you are our final winner. Expect an email from Casey that will have all the information for you about how to come in and claim those wristbands so that you and a friend can enjoy all three days of Boston Calling. And if you missed out, if you didn't get a chance, you can go to bostoncalling.com and still get tickets for the event. You don't have to buy these three-day passes that are $700 for the pair. You know, I've been telling you what a great great deal this is, what a great prize this is to win. But you're also thinking, well, I couldn't afford that. You can go there and still look and see. They might have single-day wristbands available for just the particular artists that you want to see. You know, if you if you want to see Alanis Morissette, but you don't care the rest of them, you can get a Saturday-only wristband. Um, you can also still get VIP experiences, which will be a little bit more than these, but you will get your own private viewing area and you won't have to wait in all the big lines. And so there's uh, all of that available for you at bostoncalling.com as well. But congratulations, Hannah. You are our final winner and congratulations to everybody that won a pair of passes to Boston Calling. And our next contest, at least as far as I know, will be in two weeks when we'll be giving away Ed Sheeran tickets. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we will have that. That is one of the hottest tickets of the summer. And also, I think people want to get out and help Ed Sheeran celebrate a little bit because he did win the lawsuit. The lawsuit in which they were uh, claiming that he had sampled or he had taken too much of and, and plagiarized Marvin Gaye. And now he's been found not to have done that. So... Good news for him and good news for all of you Ed Sheeran fans because we will have tickets to give away to his Gillette Stadium show coming up in a few weeks from our friends at Live Nation. So uh, stay tuned for all that. We'll have more details as we go along. Uh, I got a couple of app chat messages that were off topic that I um, I just wanted to address. Uh, let me see here. Mr. M in New Bedford just sent a message that said, well, it just said parallel products. I think that was something he wanted me to bring up to uh, to the counselors, but I think that's a that's a conversation for a whole separate time. You know that that's a big conversation that goes beyond just that segment that we have. Also, let's see here. 
Uh, NA in New Bedford said, what is going to be done concerning the ruining of New Bedford's skyline with these cranes on the waterfront that are taller than St. Anthony, Anthony's Church? That's part of the offshore wind industry. That's going to be something that's going to be ongoing. Um, we'll talk more about that with Mayor Mitchell when he comes in next week to see, you know, how long are these going to, like, are these permanent structures? What's going on with them? We'll get more of the details on that because we are on the verge of that opening up and being a everyday industry uh, very soon. Uh, John, Johnny in New Bedford said, Tim, you mentioned yesterday the New Bedford police chief applied for the Falmouth chief's position, but was not a finalist. Was this confirmed? So this was something that was, uh, from my understanding, was discussed on South Coast tonight. I didn't hear it, but the caller said that they were talking about it on South Coast tonight. I had heard about it kind of, you know, behind the scenes uh, that he had been an applicant. I didn't speak with him directly. And the stories about it did not mention him as a candidate. But this is something that we were we were told. Uh, but we know that he's not a finalist because they announced who the finalists were, and he was not one of them. So again, I don't know exactly the specifics as to you know why he was looking for that, and we can reach out to him and find out. But that was just based on information that we had been told and what the callers said had been discussed on South Coast tonight. I knew he wasn't a finalist just because you know somebody had sent me the story with who the finalists were. And said, you know, he was not among them. Uh, and then Carol Ann and Asona says, I am amazed at your callers. I'm sorry I'm not letting my baby go hungry because you're, quote, uncomfortable. There are a lot of women who have their breast cleavage hanging out on a regular basis that has nothing to do with breastfeeding. It seems these male callers are okay with that. But if a mother is doing one of the most natural things there is, feeding her child, people start saying it's unsanitary, makes them uncomfortable. The mother should have some self-respect and that they don't want to see it or they don't want their children to see it. Let these babies eat. If you don't like it, keep your eyes on your plate and teach your children that breastfeeding is natural and not to stare so we don't end up with another generation of people who over-sexualize breasts and feel uncomfortable when a mother is feeding her child. And that, that is the root of all of this, is that breasts have become over-sexualized and it's it that's going to be a hard thing to bring society back from now other cultures have done it as as she pointed out you know people in other countries don't have this issue like they don't people aren't complaining about it because they have you know they, they and there's not to say that there isn't and, and this this might get a little a little racy but that's not to say that there couldn't still be an erotic component Two breasts, male or female, as you know, when you've been, you know, intimate with somebody, it's an area where you elicit a response. So if you, you know, incorporate that into your intimacy, yeah, it has that that connection to it. But it doesn't have to be that way all the time. You know, I I I really like it if somebody like touches my ear. Or or bites my ear or something. That doesn't mean I shouldn't have my ear out the rest of the time, right? People are going to come up to me in public now and bite my ear. I know it. But, like, you can eroticize something that is also completely normal the rest of the time. So it's not like we're saying, like, you shouldn't be able to... You shouldn't be able to sexualize breasts in the right context and then in the right right appropriate moment. The, the question is that just seeing one shouldn't immediately become a, a, a turn-on, shouldn't immediately become a sexualized situation. 
And I, I have to think that that is something that is a condition, not, it's, it's nurture rather than nature. I have to think that. Because otherwise, well, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'll be careful. I don't want to make too many assumptions about people and, uh, and their individual turn-ons and arousals, but if that was something that was nurture, uh, nature rather than nurture, I think you would see it happen more in other animals, other mammals. Instead, I think it has become something that has happened as a result of nurture because of the fact that we, we cover them. And that has made it taboo, and making it taboo makes it more alluring, and making it alluring then makes it something that becomes sexualized. So am I saying, you know, that women should be allowed to just walk around without a shirt on? No, because I don't think men should do that either. Like, it's appropriate in certain situations, and I, that's why I thought if a man can take their, their shirt off at, at the beach, so should a woman. That's why I supported what Dorothy Stover was trying to do in Nantucket. But at the same time, you know, it's going to take a long time to cut back on some of that, that hypersexualization. 508-996-0500, you're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm good. Uh, but I'm getting tired of listening to this uh, same subject. Well, you can just turn off the radio, Bob. I know that. But you uh, kind of let me down uh, when I, I was bragging so much about you. Uh, going from a uh, shot out a cook or a dishwasher and all that stuff to practically practically running the station. So my wife says, well, too bad. I says, want to hear another one? I says, he's for Biden. She says, you got to be kidding me. So earlier this morning, you said something about you compared breastfeeding to fellatio. Now, a lot of people don't know what that word means, fellatio. I didn't and, I uh, didn't compare it. The caller compared it. I don't know about that. No, the caller said, why can I be in favor of one thing and against something else? It was no, the caller that brought it up. No, you brought it up. I did not so, bring it up. The I'm caller brought it that. up. I'm only saying that because I want you to do good because uh, you sound like a very intelligent young man. And I think you've got a long future. Well, I, I, I appreciate that, but I, I would disagree that what I'm talking about is something that I need to not talk about. Well, I'm sure you play back these tapes, right? I, I mean, I don't. I have the ability to, but I don't. You should. For, what, for, for what reason? Um, because you did mention that word several times. I did mention the word, yes. I didn't bring up the comparison. Well, that's what you're talking. They're talking about. It's like a, you're saying. You said a woman breastfeeding is like someone doing fellatio on someone. That is not what I said. That's what it sounded like. Well, I think you misheard. Well, sorry if I did. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's fine. It, but it, no, that it, was 
that was something that the caller brought up. And I, and I used the term to describe what was being described, uh, you know, what she was referring to. I used that term to describe what was in that image that she was yeah. talking about. I think you just should change the subject. Well, I mean, I'm, the phone lines are lit up, so I think the, the callers might disagree. I'm okay. going uh, to uh, try to squeeze in a few more, Bob. Thank you. You have a good weekend. You too. And and thank you for the kind words, even if uh, even if I let you down. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Uh, good morning, Zach. Listen, uh, all about this breastfeeding. Uh, my daughter breastfed her children, and they come to the house, and we had company, and she would just walk in the other room. She didn't just do what everybody thinks they're going to do. Just you know, put her breast out there and feed the kid. So. You know, when all this done, just use a little common sense. If you're going to breastfeed your child and you're in some kind of a situation where there's people around, either cover yourself up and go in the other room and you can still, you know, breastfeed your child. You don't have to breastfeed it at the dinner but, table. But, but the, arg the argument is that from the mothers who are saying so is that they should have every right to be able to do that. Uh, women's lib. Okay. Listen, and the other thing is, I'm sorry that you agree with about Nantucket having, you know, a man take his shirt off and a woman take her shirt off. Don't they have nudist colonies to do that anymore? I'm or sure. Would I'm, just, I'm sure. Or would you rather go? Or would you rather go over here on the south end and see women's all naked? Well, the voters, the voters of Nantucket voted to pass it, so they they apparently want to see it on their regular beaches. Yeah. Well. God bless them. Here comes, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. Nah, anyway, I, don't, I don't know about that. People have predicted that stuff for a long time, and it's never come true. So, what do you mean it hasn't come true? Of course it has. No, come people. On. People have always predicted, oh, this is going to be the end of the downfall of society, and they've been saying that for hundreds of years, and we're still here. And look, and look what's going around the world right now. Every, every. Every, I'll say this, every generation, every, every time period of people always think that they're living in the end times and, and, and life goes on. Yeah, well. I'm not trying to dismiss your feelings. I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to give no, a little I, bit of I optimism just, here. I just don't, you know, I just don't feel like, you know, because, all right, so if you're going to do that, then when we were growing up and saw my mother and father naked in the house, we could go naked too. If, if you want to. Why? It's not, it's not the right way to bring up children. Oh, oh, society changes, right? Yeah, clothes are a personal choice. I'm, mm, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm being facetious. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I know you are. I can see it in your voice, but I, I just don't understand why. Because no matter where you're going anywhere, so if you go in a restaurant or a bar or something, and the girls are there, and of course, like you say, they're wearing a low-cut you know, talk so well, they can get more tips. I think, I think the, you know, they, but the argument here is, are they taking out the breast to feed a child or taking out the breast to take out the breast? That's two different things. You know, if, it, if it's right. being for a function, if, for functionality, there's, there's a difference. If you're taking it, if you're taking, a, if a woman takes her breast out to feed her hungry child, there's, they have all kinds of tops that can cover the breast that you don't have to see it. I know that for a fact. So, if they're in, company and i'm saying company i'm talking about if uh, if somebody in your station right now is going to breastfeed her child would she just do it in front of you because she has the right to i don't think that's a, a yeah. good scenario no i think that you, you'd have to allow of, them to yeah 
Jesus. All right, I got to hold you okay, there because I got to take a break. But yep. thank you for the call. Bye-bye. I got, uh, I got two breaks I got to take here before the end of the hour. So callers, I don't know that we'll get to all of you, but we will try. We'll be back in just a few more. All right, I do have to take one final break that I got to squeeze in before the end of the program. I'll do that. If we have room for you on the other side, we'll get to you. If not, Barry will be talking to you in just about 20 minutes uh, right after Bill O'Reilly. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. So I only have a minute left. Caller, you've been holding on. What's, what's on your mind in 30 seconds? How you doing? Right. I talked to you earlier about the Tewksbury uh, Investigating Committee. Yep. Can you please call me? I'll take my number off the air. Um, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't have the ability to do that now. Can you email me? Do you have an email capability? Can I leave you my 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 number? I'm saying so you can call me after the show. Uh, well, I don't have anything to write it down right now, and I don't have caller ID right now on this phone. So, <laughs> can you well, can you email me your number? Is that can you send it over uh, to Tim at yeah, WBSM.com? So. Yeah, if you do that, that'll be easier. Yeah, this is some real cool stuff, man. It'll make your hair stand on end. All right. Well, sounds good. I look Terminal forward to it. Uh, All right. All right. I'll, I'll try to do that. So what's your email address? Tim at 